Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. To all my fellow NBA players, don't call the snitch hotline. Don't cross the line to get Postmates. Don't fly LA work out. And last but not least, the Brooklyn Nets are coming for you. That's the way it works. That's Spencer Dinwiddie of the Brooklyn Nets. No NBA players should be calling the snitch hotline. But apparently they're calling the snitch hotline. Apparently guys are sneaking around breaking rules, PK. Are they breaking little rules? Are they breaking big rules? Inquiring minds want to know. I would have lifetime imprisonment if you break the rules. Where? The Disney property? Sing Sing. Oh, Sing Sing. Okay. Is that uh, uh, what's that place out in the ocean in San Francisco? Alcatraz? Yeah. You know, my sister, her married last name is Alter Sitz. An Alter like it sits, only spelled with a Z. Mm-hmm. And when she was a junior high principal, the students thought she was so tough on them they called her Alcatraz. Oh, nice. <laughs> Did she like that nickname? Oh, yes. She, she's from Jersey, of course. So she, she embraced tough. it, the inner Jersey. <laughs> she thought it was soft, actually. <laughs> How come I can't be Q for San Quentin? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What other tough prisons? I don't know the, the degree of difficulty on prisons. I've don't have much experience with that. There's some Supermax outside of Colorado, but I don't know what it's called. That's a federal prison. It's got all the heavy hitters. It's got the baddest dudes, the heaviest yeah. of the heavy hitters. Yeah, I forget what it's called, too. But It's in the middle of nowhere out there on the plains. Rockets guard James Harden has arrived in Orlando. Denver Nuggets center Nikola Jokic cleared quarantine in Orlando. Has officially joined his teammates inside the bubble. So the big names are showing up, PK. The games are still uh, Jazz open it up two weeks from tomorrow. But the NBA needs its star power, and the NBA is getting its star power. It's just a regular dose of good news, man. Everybody's coming back. There it is. Nets forward Michael Beasley left the bubble after testing positive for COVID-19, according to reports. He'd been signed as a substitute player on July 9th. It is unknown if he will rejoin the team in Orlando. So those of you who wanted bad news, there it is. And Harrison Barnes announced, uh, the Kings forward announced he's tested positive, and he's been quarantined while awaiting clearance to travel to Orlando. So there you go. Indiana Pacers guard Victor Oladipo in an unresolved situation regarding $3 million in salary after he opted not to play in the NBA restart, but did travel the team to Orlando and cleared quarantine to practice with his teammates. Under the rules the NBA established for the season restart in Orlando, players who are healthy but opted not to play would have to forego the remaining salary for the season. Lawyers are reviewing the situation. The union thinks Oladipo should be paid. So, $3 million. Well, he's had some injury issues. Quad and he was coming back for some injuries, and I realized yeah. he he did come back. But I'm wondering, since he's down there, you know, what is the injury situation? I don't know that this is a clear cut clear cut thing. There might be a, might be a lot of gray in there. I think I think there probably is. You know, we don't, and we also don't know. Did he re-injure something? You know, working out, getting ready for this. What is the deal? I think there's 
There's stuff we don't know right now. Maybe they know it, but we don't. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I think Dak has the leverage in the fact that he knows he's already making a guaranteed salary for this year. Yeah. If they franchise tag him next year, it's more. But I don't think it's the same economic world for negotiating that it was before the pandemic. And Patrick Mahomes and Christian McCaffrey, you said it. Those might be the last huge deals. Well, you can understand why the, uh, what is it, about 15 or so players and the Cleveland Browns are getting close to a five-year contract extension with Miles Garrett. Probably be worth uh, $125 million with about $100 million guaranteed. But those kind of numbers, PK, with the pandemic and not knowing how many games you're going to play, not knowing how many preseason games you're going to play, not knowing if you're going to have 10%, 25%, 50%, 0% of the ticket revenue. I get why owners would be a little, uh, a little skittish on signing some nine-figure deal right now uh, spread out over multiple years. They might want to just hold on a little bit. But the deadline's today. I'm a fan of football. Not, uh, yeah, it is today. That that that's right. It is today. That's understood. But I'm a fan of football. I'm not a fan of negotiations and labor. So I don't follow this stuff. I have to rely on what you think. I think that the owners are justifiably a little skittish towards signing these long-term deals. Uh, there will be no fans in the stands at Eagles or Philly games in 2020. The city of Philadelphia announced yesterday. The Eagles are going to be allowed to play just without crowds. The managing director, Brian Abernathy, said, according to Philadelphia Inquirer. So. NFLPA has requested a number of concessions from the NFL ahead of the 2020 season. Proposals include an opt-out clause for at-risk players to receive salary but not bonuses if they decide not to play. And an opt-out clause for players with at-risk families to earn an accrued season of benefits if they decide not to play. So... More labor stuff to be negotiated. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. I'm confident in our plan. It has been not from a sense of like I told you so or anything like that. It's been nice to kind of see what's going on at these other schools, have conversations with these people, our medical personnel have conversations with these people. And so I think we've been able to learn some without our players being at risk. And so that that has certainly been helpful. That's Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma coach right there, remains confident there will be college football played this season. Expects to explore every option to play. Well, I expect them to explore every option to play, too. I don't know if that'll lead to college football or not, but I do expect them to explore every option. As we've said multiple times, there's just way too much money at stake and way too many jobs at stake for them not to explore every option. But where that's going to lead, I got no idea. I've been hearing a lot. Go. I've been hearing a lot that these that these are amateurs, and so they should not be expected to play, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, the fact that you play the game, there's a risk. I mean, you literally could be paralyzed for the rest of your life by just playing the game. And you obviously could have brain damage later on that causes you to take your life by just playing the game. So there's all sorts of risk. I don't know that we're ever going to be risk-free in this game. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are speaking for these young men. I would like to hear them speak for themselves as far as whether they want to play or not. Well, I think the other thing that has to be considered is that, you know, the environment will not be risk-free, but will the environment be less risky than the one they will be in if they're not in this college environment? I mean, I, I think the pressure will be on these schools to minimize the risk so much 
And given everything we're reading in the headlines from different cities, I just can't imagine that that some of these scenarios, you know, when you're eating in the school dining commons and you got coaches constantly on you about behavior and risk and what you need to do, hard to believe that that's not going to be a better environment. Yeah, I understand. Less than a week after pausing voluntary workouts because of an undisclosed number of positive coronavirus tests, Ohio State student-athletes have resumed their voluntary workouts. What percentage of those are voluntary, you think, PK? I mean, there's a percentage of the kids who are probably just bursting with energy and they just got to, like, wor- they just got to work out, you know? But but at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think they're all that voluntary when you're a D1 athlete. Go play intramurals, brother. Uh <laughs> Well, it's Ohio State, so naturally they're doing wrong things. Just assume that, and <laughs> okay. you'll be safe. You'll be right far more often than you're wrong on that. But, yeah, I would think these kids want to work out. I mean, what else are they going to do? This is what they do. This is their time of life in which they do that, and they do that extensively. So, you know, I don't know to what degree it's voluntary or not, but I would think that a large portion of them would want to do that, especially now. We're in the middle of July. The season, in terms of practice, would normally be less than two weeks away in most cases. Team Kids would be reporting next week, the week after at the latest. So body clock says it's time to go for these young lads. Yep, that whole, uh, that whole inner sense. I ran into a local college football player about a week ago. I said, how are voluntary workouts? Uh, and he used the air quotes. Voluntary. voluntary. Right. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Everybody's going through the same thing. Everybody's playing the same amount of games. Everybody has the same issues as everybody else. And to be the last man standing is to be the last man standing. So there would be no difference for me. Corey Seager, don't need to put an asterisk on this World Series. It's the real deal. If you're jumping into the deep end of the pool with 30 other Major League teams, Two months is long enough of a regular season. It's ready to crown them the real world champs. There'll be all the pressure, PK. You know, there's all kinds of stats about, uh, you know, if you're leading the division at Memorial Day or at the 4th of July, if you're in a playoff position at Memorial Day or 4th of July, what are your odds of, of being there at the end of the year? And they're usually pretty good. Somebody will have injuries and fall apart and somebody will get hot. But those stories are the minority. Mostly the teams that are there by the 4th of July are the teams that are going to be there. Yeah. Uh, well, Seager, you know, playing for the Dodgers, and they've made the playoffs like eight years in a row or something. They're they're starting to approach that Braves run mm-hmm. when they had the uh, great pitching there. What was it in the 90s? Yep. And now these guys have owned this division, and they just added Mookie Betts. So there's no reason to think that they're not going to win the division again and be in the postseason. So he's setting the stage. I mean, I don't know that somebody from uh, whatever team, Kansas City, is going to be say this, saying this because Kansas City doesn't seem to have a snowball's chance to get in, or Miami. They're not saying it. <laughs> so he's, he, he's setting the stage for the potential playoff run that the Dodgers are expected to have. I see what he's doing. It's a political thing because he believes, rightly so, that his team has an excellent chance. Well, this all goes back to Phil Jackson. You know, he was the one who threw the asterisk out there for the 99 NBA season. And, of course, that was the year he was out of basketball, so he had no chance. So it was easy for him to throw it out there. That was the year after he left the Bulls and the year before he went to the Lakers. So it was easy for him to say. You know, it wasn't the, the Spurs eventually won it. It wasn't, wasn't going to be the Spurs who were throwing it out there. So 
probably depends on your perspective and how good of a shot you have. Yasiel Puig signing with the Atlanta Braves. After Nick Marquez opted out of playing this season, Puig spent last season with the Reds. He'd been with the Dodgers for a long time. He's also in Cleveland last year. So. Yes, that's a natural uh, position for him to land because of is playing right field and not wanting to play this season. Now, he announced that several weeks ago. And so Puig uh, gets this opportunity to fill that void. And Atlanta should be a very good team. 11 Major League Baseball umpires have opted out of the season, choosing not to work games because of COVID-19 reports. There are 76 full-time umpires, and uh, more than 20 of them are 55 or older. A couple of them are 67, although one of the 67-year-olds, Joe West, says he plans to work this season. But with no AAA baseball this season, I got to figure there's some pretty good umps they can plug in there. It shouldn't be too big a deal. Uh, No. I don't... uh begrudge any of these umpires who don't want to do it and those who do you know i've watched the korean league a little bit there and and their their umpires had the face masks and all that stuff and that gloves and uh, we're taking the precautions necessary to be out on the field but if an individual doesn't feel safe i'm not going to criticize them don't don't do it then if that that's up to you that's a personal decision you know to me it's like the missions for the lds church with these young lads if they want to go great if they don't want to go great it's a personal decision Whatever they decide, so be it. DJ PK, what is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up this morning, Aaron Falk is going to join us. Uh, used to write for the Salt Lake Tribune. He now writes for utahjazz.com, and he is one of the few living and working inside the bubble. What's it like? Jason Buck will explain, or Aaron Falk will explain it to us, and then Jason Buck will come on right after that. He's a former Outland Trophy winner at BYU, played in a couple of Super Bowls, one of them with the Washington Redskins. We'll talk with him about the football season, the name change, and all those things at 8.30. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone.